bound so he could make me free. All right? That's what we're talking about today. So we're going to get started. Let me clear that up. There you go. For those who are straight-eyed challenged, let me get that PowerPoint together. Uh, like myself, because I can't see nothing without these bad boys. Luke 13, verse 15 through 16. The Lord replied, hypocrites, don't each of you on the Sabbath untie your ox or donkey from its stall and lead it out to get a drink? Then is it necessary that this woman, a daughter of Abraham, bound by Satan for 18 long years, be set free from her bondage on the Sabbath day? Now, see, the, the Sadducees or the, the Jewish leaders of that day, they thought that the Sabbath day, well, if, you inter if you're looking at the Old Testament, it says nobody should work on the Sabbath day. Period. So that means you couldn't, you couldn't maintain your sheep. You couldn't do no garden work. You couldn't, uh, you know, try to make no extra money. They didn't even want you healing or try to be doing no miracle. So it's the Sabbath day. It's supposed to be holy. No work should be done. And Jesus is like, she in pain on the Sabbath. So I got to wait to the non-Sabbath day for her to get set free because you want to keep the law. Can't none of y'all keep the law. So I'm a healer because I'm Lord of the Sabbath anyway. So, and I just put this up here. You know, if you point your, your finger and blame at some, someone, three fingers point back at you. You just as guilty as somebody else you point that. Oh, you can't do it? You sure? Hypocrite? Pretty sure you've done something that was pretty hypocritical. Claiming to have moral standards to which one's actions do not conform. Hypocrisy. Tell me I can't do something, but you can do it. Because he just told me, he said, man, if, if your sheep run away, you can go get them, right? So you working? You working, right? Oh, okay. All right, then. Double, I don't like double standards, man. Double standards are terrible. And I understand between there's certain double standards between men and women. I get that, but that's, that's different functions. But I don't like double standards, whereas... You can do something and it's perfectly fine, but if I do it, it's frowned upon. Why is it frowned upon if I do it? What makes me different than you? What make, why are you in the category that I'm not when we all supposed to be equal? We all free down here. Now, we may not all make the same amount of money, but we all have the same equal freedoms. So why are you able to do it and I can't? Well, it's just that way. No, that's, that's a double standard. Because if, if it was the other way around, you'd be upset. Yeah. Sometimes even good people are in bondage, not because they have done anything morally wrong, but for the sake of his good name. When we come to Christ, you are called to suffer. That's why all of them all smiling Christians. Yeah. God has been so good to me. Blessed and highly favored. You ain't blessed and highly favored. You ain't married. You blessed or you highly favored. Pick one. God has been so good to me. I ain't got a problem. Jesus can't solve. Yeah. Let's say you keep that smile on your face when, when them, them, them tests and trials come. Oh, nobody likes me. All the spirit of Eeyore. All of a sudden. All of a sudden. Bad things happen to good people sometimes. It's not her fault. It's not her parents' fault. It's nobody's fault. It's just we live in a sinful world and bad things can happen when sin is present and dominant. That's why it happened. Sin is in the land, which means it's, it happens. There's no rhyme or reason for it. God knows. He's the only one that knows. Why do bad things happen to good people? I don't know. I don't know why drunk drivers can drive down the street all crazy, hit somebody who's minding their own business and kill them, and they live. I don't understand that. I'll never understand that. They, and a lot of times they come out without a scratch. Was he drinking? Oh, yeah, man. His alcohol level content was twice the limit. Did the other person live? No, they died on impact. Make it make sense. It's sin in the land. Why me, Lord? Why not you? Why not you? See, everybody wants the glory, but everybody don't want to go through the story. Sometimes you got to get beat up. Most of the time you got to get beat up. Ain't 
nobody exempt. That lady was no different. She's 18 years? 18? It said 18 long years. That means that was some extra grueling some stuff on them years. Being, could you imagine being bent over for that long? Can't stand up straight? That's terrible. Terrible. I can imagine she wasn't exactly, oh, if she wasn't married already, she wasn't getting married like that. Not in that day. Slide. Murphy's law says anything that can go wrong will go wrong. That saying is only true here on earth. It's the truth. Here on earth, yeah. But thank God for grace. No matter what goes on in the, in the world, God is always in control. So yeah, it might be happening to you, but God has seen it already happen. He's seen it already. It's okay. Thank God for grace, which is his unmerited favor, which you need, especially when stuff starts happening to you. That woman was bound for 18 years. I guarantee you she had a grace on her that no one else had. If you had to be bound for, 30, for 18 years, I guarantee you, you a little different than other people. You got to be. You got to be a little different. How else can you endure that? Because I couldn't imagine being hunched over for 18 years like that. You can't, you can't even sit, sit up straight. You're almost like a folded chair. Just walking around just like that. That's terrible. We complain about when it get too hot. I saw the weather this week. It's going to be in the 80s and 90s. I have an attitude already. Amen. It's pre-planned. <laughs> I couldn't imagine having to be hunched, hunched over and hot. I don't do heat. I don't. I'm a winter baby, and I will not. Hey, I, I, don't, I don't need the snow, but I don't need no sun that much neither. I love the cloudy days. Thank you, clouds. I don't want to deal with that. Getting hot and extra black, I'm straight. Because <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I should use sunscreen, but I don't. I figure you know, my pigment going to protect me. You know? <laughs> but man, that heat, boy, I'll be like, no, wait, wait a minute. I don't even eat water better, but I was ready to go get me some sometimes. I said, oh, I'm whoa, hot and thirsty and parched. Whoa, need some nourishment. But yeah, you need some grace. For, for, for the, there's a grace on each and one of our lives specifically made for us. Specifically. So I don't know what y'all go through, but I know for me, that grace had to hit my mouth sometimes. Like quick. Like he got a snatch. The words right out because I'd be ready to say something about somebody. You know, you know, you know, you see people with the bumper sticker, Jesus loves you. Not me. Not me. I want to tell you about yourself the right way. But I can't because I'm saved. And I can't do that no more. I can't even think it. It's even harder. Because you know, you all think stuff, but I can't think that. But I have you gotta have everybody's life, you got a certain grace on your life about because I don't know. My daughter's life, my son's life, whatever God has orchestrated for them, God put a grace on that for them. And it'll be enough for them to handle. I might not be able to handle that. You might not be able to handle that. I definitely ain't going to be able to handle 18 years bent over in 80 degree weather. Um, Lord, this, this ain't my portion. I need another one. I need another slice. That woman was bound for 18 years, and I guarantee she had a grace on her that no one else had. Because it was made specifically for her. See, our tests and trials are so crafted to us individually. So what you go through, I might not ever experience. But each and every one of us has a grace on our lives to get through whatever trial or tribulations we may face. That's the problem people don't understand. If you wait till the, you just go through it and make it to the end, you'll realize, oh, I got through that. God helped me through that. But most people quit the first sign of trouble. First sign of trouble. Now is the time everybody everybody want to come out. Everybody like, oh, you so brave, girl. You doing this, girl. Oh, you shut up. Ain't nothing brave about doing, about living living in sin. Ain't nothing brave about that. Try doing the right thing every day. That's brave. When I see a pen, when I see when I see somebody drop a dollar out their wallet, walk past me, it's brave for me not to pick that dollar up and walk away instead of giving it back to them. Cause that's my dollar. He dropped it. It better not be $100. I really might have to think hard about that one. Yeah. Doing the right thing, that's hard. Especially when we condition to do the wrong thing. 
Because I don't care how cute you are. Oh, my children are cute. But they will split and slap you if you let them. Mm-hmm. Catch you slipping. Noo goop. There you go. Look at you and look you dead in the face like ain't nothing happened. I'm, I'm, I'm I tell people all the time, I have to have to see it, tell a kid, no, stop, it's okay. No, all they understand is, I told you, don't touch that. They understand that. They understand pain. That's a trial they just went through. They, they, they lost that trial by spanking another hand. And now they realize they associate that pain with, you know, that hurt. So I probably won't do that no more because daddy going to pop me. Yeah, I popped you so you won't get hurt no more. Like the fire, tell the kid, don't touch the stove. Don't, this is hot. Don't touch it. It's hot. Don't touch it. All of a sudden, he touched it. You're all right, then. You touch it, it's going to burn your hand. And then that hand gets, ah, it's hot. Oh, you know what hot means now, don't you? Learn the hard way. You know, kids are determined to learn stuff the hard way. They don't want to just hear you tell them, okay, I'll let you. God does the same way. He does the same way. I told you he wasn't no good for you. But I love him, Lord. I love him. Okay. How them child support papers come? I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> that's the first thing that came to my head, boy. Cause that's all I ever hear about. Child support paper. I'm like, child support. I, my child support walks around my house. That's why I like to see it. I like to see my payments walking around. <laughs> I don't understand that. I don't. You know, I, people who deal with it, I, I, my, my heart goes out to y'all. I, pr- I promise you it does. Because I couldn't imagine $300 just walking around out of my house. Where are you going? <laughs> you supposed to be eating at the table. What's wrong with you? Boy, my feelings would be hurt. Wait a minute. You don't want to stay? <laughs> I worked all day for that. <laughs> you can't just leave. Sheesh, that's rough. Anyway, Romans 5, 1 through 5. That's a, little bit, a lot of reading. Therefore, since we have been made righteous through his faithfulness, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. We have access by faith into this grace in which we stand through him and we boast in the hope of God's glory. But not only that, we even take pride in our problems because we know that trouble, prob- trouble produces endurance, endurance produces character, and character produces hope. Some people don't have character because they don't ever want to go through nothing. I don't like quitters. Now, I just talked about the heat. But I used to do a football summer camp, and they'd be hot with that helmet on, sweating bullets. I'm in there, <gasps> can't breathe. It's hot. But I endure until the season comes. And all of a sudden, the glory comes when they chant your name. Whoa, Mac. Whoa, Mac. Ah. Wasn't that many people in the crowd. <laughs> Wasn't that many people in the crowd. I'm over-exaggerating. <laughs> However... But you get my point. If you endure, you get that glory at the end. Most people don't want, they don't make it. That's all, that's why I, I tease people who go to college. And I, I so you mean to tell me you, you, you spent all this money and you ain't even using a degree? You don't even use it? <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand. Wait, do you use it on the side? Because that, that's, that's acceptable too. You don't even use it on the side. I'm, I'm, I promise you, I have, I've meeting people who have, who have degrees in some of the most prestigious stuff you ever heard, and they don't use it. And I ask them, can I ask you a question? <laughs> why don't you use it? It don't, it, don't, it don't make no money. So why did you go take all them classes for it then? Because you had to have known. You, I know you Googled it while you was in school Amen. for it. Why you ain't called me? I told you. Go be a nurse or something. You'll make more money. And I, and I, 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 t- I say this. What they pay the teachers is atrocious. It's atrocious. It is. It, it, I, I don't care. You, if you don't go private, you, you, you're pretty much tripping. There's no reason to be a teacher if you ain't going private. Public. I understand giving back and all of that. But I think back on that stuff now, man. My teachers was homely looking. And I know why. Because they weren't making no money. And they make it so hard for you. I said, you can't stop at your bachelor's. Oh, you better get the doctorate. Because if you don't, you ain't going to make no money. You can't, you can't go in there and just teach kids and, make, and give back. You got to work a part-time job. That's, tr- that's rough. 
But I say that all to say that I said, you know, you got we endure for the glory at the end of it. And so often we go through stuff and then all of a sudden we, we just leave our glory right there. Don't pick that up. Pick, that's yours. God made that for you. You, you don't want to take it with you? Hey, I'm taking mine home. I take yours too, depending on what it is. We even take pride in our problems because we know that trouble produces endurance, endurance produces character, and character produces hope. This hope doesn't put us to shame because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. And I like my, I like my boy Scrappy here. He's like, come on, man. Let me at him. Let me at him. He already, it don't even matter that he's too small to fight that battle. But he's not going to let his stature hold him back from going all the way. Got a little scrappy for that, even though he's getting his tail kicked all the time. But he tried. It could easily be one of us with some type of infirmity that God has allowed the devil to bring upon us for years and years before he delivers us. We could, one of us could easily have a cleft lip. We could easily have a lazy eye. I think, well, you know what? And them lazy eyes, man, kids is terrible. Man, hey, brother, which one are you looking at? <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, uh, is, is it night today? Is it, is it night that day? Is it sunshine on the other side? You, you, you know, kids is rough. So you, I can just imagine the jokes. I can imagine the stuff the lady had, that she had to deal with being hunched. I said, you know, did somebody slap you in the back too hard? What happened? You know, who you talking about to get stuck like that? You know what I'm saying? You know, human beings, we, we rough. We are. We just rough. But we can easily be just right there. Oh, one of them, what if a baby had Down syndrome? Man, moms and prejudice against moms is, is ridiculous. I didn't realize how prevalent it was. That's your baby? Really? Oh, I know you didn't. You can catch these hands. These saved ones. I won't use them for clapping either. Yeah. But it could easily be one of us. It could be easily one of us. We should, ne we should never think it can't happen to us. We are not special. You know, I don't like special Christians. Oh, I'm special to God. Really? Explain that. How special are you? What makes you special? What did you do to get more special? Because my Bible says something a little different. Acts 10, 34 to 35. Then Peter opened his mouth and said, Of a truth, I perceive that God is no respecter of persons, but in every nation he that feareth him and worketh righteousness is accepted with him. So, what's that specialness you was talking about? No, we all special. Because we all got his spirit. So, he believe, he called, y'all all my friends because y'all all believe in me and you all follow me. See, growing up, I used to think, you know, this, that, that those special Christians, were, they were unique. Then I came to realize God is like, no, no. I didn't say that. I said this. I said I'm not a respecter of persons. Yes, there are different functions. But y'all all my children. Here's the part that I have to really understand. Is there going to be a need for me to preach the gospel in heaven? No. No. So evidently, the job I'm doing now doesn't necessarily mean I'm better than anybody else right now. Because the Bible also says the least of the kingdom is the greatest. So the one that's probably just... Uh, opening the door for everyone to come in is greater in the kingdom than the preacher. That don't make no sense to nobody down here, but it makes perfect sense to God. He said, because up there, it doesn't matter. It don't matter. It don't matter. I like this picture too. We got all different types of, you know, and I, I say this, and I know I get, a lot, I get backlash from that. There's only one human race. There are many, many different ethnic groups I hate understand like, oh, you, you date outside of your race? I don't date dogs. I don't date animals. I date humans. So what are you talking about? Ethnic groups. Different from people with different nationalities. That's it. That's what you're talking about? But people always refer back to race. Oh, you different. How you going to date that person? It's a person. I don't date purple people leaders. I'm not dating them. Them crazy. 
But yeah, she, that, that's the world mindset. That's when the world crept up and crept into the church and people say stuff like that. Oh, and you got the proud folks right here. And yes, I did your boy like that. I, Obama, I sure did. I got him. Head in the cloud. Because he ain't do nothing for black folks. Nothing. He going to pay all my bills, all my bills. Obama going to pay all my bills. He find me $100 for no medical insurance. Keep your Obamacare. Yeah, I'm a little butthurt. I, was, I ain't have no money, man. What you do that for? <laughs> we cannot let worldly accolades convince us that we are not susceptible to attacks from the devil. Oh, you, you think you something. Huh. You haven't heard? When a man think he is something, when he is nothing, he has deceived himself. You nothing, brother. You know nothing, Jones, like the rest of us. So get your plate. And have a seat, like the rest of us. That's why you can't get caught up in positions. Can't get caught up in your accolades. Oh, I have a PhD. I have my doctorate in such and such, such and such. And I travel all across the world. <laughs> well, huh, I don't pay child support. <laughs> and my wife likes me. <laughs> and, huh, yeah. <laughs> my car paid for. Ha, 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 ha. So, so, but that's, that's the game we play here in the world. I'm better than you because I drive for C-class, an S-class Mercedes. Ha, 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 ha. It's got oil leaks. You ain't changed the tires since you bought it. Your gas gauge don't even work no more. You just want a wing and a prayer. <laughs> I hope I make it. Brother, I'm, I'm not living like that no more. I've just fixed it. Yeah. See, all those, the, 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 the stuff that, that, that try to separate us, man, all the time. And I, I, I pick on people who go, to, who go to traditional colleges versus going to trade school a lot. But I pick on them because you go get all the education and you don't even use it. So why did you do it? For the college experience, you could have stayed home for that and just Googled it. You wasted a whole lot of time and money. The reason why I... I I predominantly push the trade. I said, because if you go get a trade, they can't take that from you. And bar nothing physically happening to you, God willing, you can always practice your trade. They'll take your degree from you. They'll take your, your, credit, your accreditation away from you and you can't use it. And they'll still ask you to pay back them student loans. But if you learn how to fix a car, you learn how to do electrical work, construction, HVAC, uh, uh, welding, any of those those type of type of crafts, they can't take that from you. They can't take it. How, if you, you learn how to be a blacksmith, which is, is very few now, if you learned that skill, they can't they can't take that from you. Even if they don't like it, they gonna have to come to you. Hey, you know, uh, normally we don't like to do business with you, but you the only one that know how to do it. I know. My fee is still the same, and you guys to pay. So many leaders preach that if you just get a little higher in God, all those issues will fade away. I know. I know. Matter of fact, your issues in Greece. This is say you do a new level, high devil. Mm -mm. Them devils strong. They real strong. And they, they know how to, man, they know how to finesse you. They had you thinking you good. And then mess you up. You got, I take a slice of humble pie. I clean toilets at night. I ain't ashamed to say it. I clean toilets. I clean about the people. I do. I have no problem with that. Keeps my, my mind where it needs to be at. I don't ever want to be up there looking. At, I don't ever want to be walking in here with my head like this. I'm going to bust my, I'm going to trip and fall and break my neck. Can't see where I'm going. I don't want to be like that. I don't, want, I don't want to have what the, what the Bible says is a haughty spirit where can't nobody tell me nothing because I'm, I'm beyond that now. No. I'm just like y'all. I will forever always preach on the floor. I don't think I'll ever try to preach on top of an altar if I don't have to. I'm going to tell hey, put me on the floor, man, with the people. Put me on the floor with the people. I, I, I mean that. I don't need to be up there. That's Catholic. I'm not trying to be above anybody. I don't, I don't know. No. No. I don't need that because I don't ever want. I don't. I don't ever want to. I don't want to have pride like the devil had. I'm, 
I don't want to have a thought process like the devil had. I will ascend as the, the most high and be as the high. No, no, I won't. No, I won't. I'm the creation, not the creator. I don't want them problems. And see, they make them movies all the time with Morgan Freeman. Talking about he's got, you know, Morgan Freeman ain't no God. No, he ain't. And if, if Morgan Freeman is God, I quit Christianity. I don't want that. I don't want no black Jesus. I don't want no. I, I can, can I say that? I don't want no black Jesus. I don't. Because the people that look like me have done me worse than anybody else. So I definitely don't want no black God. Please. I don't want the blonde hair blue and either. That's none of that. Take, he said, don't make no image of me anyway. Amen. I don't want that stuff. Amen. Throw it away. Man. And then why Jesus got that good hair? He got, you know, don't, don't, he got butters on the pictures. They be flicking. I said, look at that. Man, boy, they got Jesus looking like uh, Eddie Murphy on Vampire Brooklyn. <laughs> Hair was wavy. I said, look at that. That's the Lord? Man. Hey, Lord, we all going to look like that in heaven? Shoot, sign me up, God. <laughs> Man. Flicking. No, he said, don't make no image of me. We don't, don't worry about that. The ones who saw Jesus in person is the only ones who's supposed to see him. You got to wait like everybody else. Whatever, whatever's had you bound before you came to Christ will be, will be with you until your last breath. So that's the only thing people about the flesh. It wake up with you every day like surprise. What are we doing today? The same thing we do every day. Put you in your place. Die flesh. <coughs> you know, if you don't tell your flesh to get down there, he ain't. That's why you feed the flesh. You're going to act worldly. But if you feed the spirit, man, You'll be filled with the spirit. Remember, the fruits of the spirit are characteristics that you're supposed to produce when you're filled with the spirit. So if you have love, you'll produce love. If you have joy, you'll produce joy. But if you have rage and malice, you're going to be angry. You're going to be wrathful. And your flesh going to feed that. Because the flesh want to do what the flesh want to do. I don't, I don't want to go to church today. It's hot. I want to go outside. Okay, you want to go outside, but you want to go to church? Yeah, but I want to do what I want to do. Well, either you go to church or you get this belt and you still get hot. So which one do you want? I think you're going to church, don't you? Yeah, where the AC is on. Yeah, because we have AC here. It's cool here. It's not hot. Not yet. The flesh still wakes up with, with you every day like a child that refuses to take a nap. There he is. You know, you can lay a kid down. You think you did an awesome job. You did the booty pats. You ain't gave him the bag. You rub him down, wax on, wax off. And you close your eyes thinking you're going to psych them out. And they're going to go to sleep. And you say, oh, man. Whoop. You wake up, an hour and a half that went by. And they look at you right in your face. <laughs> Never went to sleep. You been up the whole time? Mm-hmm. Just looking at you. You snore and you sleep. You wouldn't know that if you were asleep. Mm -hmm. Kids. Putting fingers and Cheerios in your nose. The Bible doesn't say why she was bound. All it says is that she is a daughter of Abraham and she has a right as an heir to the father of many to be set free from bondage. Abraham is the father of the Israelite nation. He, that man had one kid and it just multiplied. Before he had a child, God called him who he wasn't, who he, he told him who he was before he even became it. Because Abraham means the father of many. He didn't have, he was the father of none. He had no kids. And at 99, he said, pow, he's, he's supposed to be pumping out dust. And he popped out a kid. I don't know how. Wasn't nothing but the Lord. But he did. And his daughter, Way down the, down the bloodline, who is suffering, still has rights to the same thing. She should be free. Why she got to be walking around here bonded like that? Y'all know better. Anybody prayed for her? Anybody they did nothing? Oh, it's the Sabbath day. Can't do nothing on the Sabbath day. Really? I hope you don't get stabbed. Because we can't, we can't sew you up on the Sabbath day. You just got to bleed out. Hope you make it. No. The one who sets all men free was advocating for her to be free even on their sacred holy day. 
because her being loosed from her issues was more important than any man trying to present himself holier than thou. That's what you don't understand. It's not about you. If it's about you, then it's not about Christ. I am convinced that God is more con concerned about how we treat people than what we how, or how we are, are received. Meaning, it doesn't matter what the next person thinks about you. How did you treat the next person? How did you love that person? I don't know what y'all what y'all gonna leave, but what y'all gonna run into when you leave here. But this is what I do know: if I'm showing you that God cares more about your character and how you treat folks than about your money. Isn't that more of a prize? Isn't that what he's looking forward to? That's all I can't stand. Like coming to church and showing out is for who you impressing. God don't care about that. He just he told you to love your neighbor as you love yourself, which means he he wants you to treat people the right way. First, you got to acknowledge him. That's the first commandment, and then everybody else. And it takes care. Of, and it takes care of the whole law. So how we treat one another is more important above all. But you don't hear that. You hear about miracle season, harvest. You know, I'm so sick of it. Why everybody got to be good? Why is prophetess in front of your name everywhere, everywhere you go? All oh, I'm prophetess such and such, such and such. I'm psalmist such and such. Brother, your name is Tony. <laughs> we played in the sandbox together. I'm not calling you that. I don't, even, I don't even care if people acknowledge me as a pastor. That don't even bother me. God calls me that. I don't care what you call me. Whatever. You know, whatever. Brother, Womack, I don't, I don't care. That, I'm not into that. I know, I, I, know I, I learned from the old church. Oh, you can't say you guys. You gotta say saints. Whatever. That, that, that's, you want to be streaming for them? I get it. It don't mean nothing. But I get it. That's the standard. That's your standard. But he cares, God cares more about how we treat one another. That's what he cares about. If I said it once, I've said it a million times. Don't nobody, I said it again. Don't nobody care about your gifts? Nobody care. I, I'm telling you. Ooh, what the happen? It didn't shut off on me. Here we go. Anyway, if I said it once, I've said it a million times. Don't nobody care about your gifts. There, we all have spiritual gifts. I don't know what your spiritual gifts are. They'll come out when it's time to use them. Some people have the gift of administration. I do not got that. I'm going to be honest with y'all. I be trying to file that paperwork, and I be looking like, ugh. <laughs> I can pay the bills on time. You know, I, I, can, I can meet people. I can greet. I can preach. I can talk. But when it comes to that administrative work, I be looking like a dead head. Like, I be like, oh, paperwork making my bald head itch. Oh, my gosh. I need some help. But it's not my gift. It's just, it's just not. I said, I'm waiting for these teenagers. I'm letting them take over the, uh, the social media thing because I can't do it. I'm lazy. I don't want to post nothing. I got to think about something? Oh, no, I want to. Please, put a scripture up or something. Call it a day. You know? But that's just not my gift. But even if I was my gift, nobody care. I ain't pressing nobody with that. It's not what it's about. Nope, nope, nobody cares. I, keep, I have to keep saying it because people keep talking about it. Nobody cares. I don't care that you can speak tongue, you can speak through the wall in tongues. I don't care. Who cares? Did you did you treat your neighbor right this morning? Did you cut somebody off on your way to church? Did you give them the mighty finger on your way here? Because if you did, you in error. Which means your gift is null and void. Nobody care about that. How you treat people matters. Man, I wish I'd known this stuff growing up. I just didn't know. Your gifts better be used to encourage the body of Christ and not just to amuse everybody. 1 Corinthians 14 and 12. Even so ye, for as much as ye are zealous of spiritual gifts, seek that ye may excel to the edifying of the church. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to take your gift and you're supposed to apply it at the church so that you can edify the people here. So if you have to give a prophecy, you will prophesy something to the church, which ain't nothing speaking the truth, to edify the church. That's how you edify the church. If you have to, whatever you, you're talking about spiritual gifts. So if you had to give administration, you're working in the office. So you're dealing with paperwork. You're filing reports. You're filing taxes, all that stuff. That's your gift. Thank you for, your, for sharing your gift in the church. God bless you for that. Now, you got the other spiritual gifts. People want to be speaking in tongues. Okay, if you're speaking in tongues, we need somebody to interpret the tongue. If you're going to interpret the tongue, you need somebody to have two or three witnesses to agree with the tongue. Okay, that's fine. You can have that, but it's for the edifying of the church. If you're not edifying, you're edifying yourself.
You're edifying yourself. And we don't need that. If I'm not getting puffed up in here, up in here, neither are you. You're not. Does that make any sense? I hope that makes sense. Because it makes sense to me. In our own way, we all have to be freed from bondage to something. We were not born into the spirit of God at natural birth. We wasn't. We naturally born, you was a straight up sinner. You was cute, cuddly, and beautiful. And you was a sinner. I didn't say you was going to hell when you was born. I just said you was a sinner, all right? <laughs> I don't believe babies go to hell. They don't have, they don't have conscience of anything. How do they go to hell? They ain't did nothing. I believe God makes a way for that. Not going to go into all of that. I'm just letting it be out there. Unborn children or children born into the world and pass away, you ain't got to worry about them. They straight. You just make sure you be all right at the end of the day. But we all born, we all born into sin. We all born slaves to sin, but his grace is sufficient for us. His grace opened the door for freedom in Christ. We can't forget where we came from. Now, I, when I look back, oh, oh, rich undone. He, heathen of the heathens. Man, boy, I was short, scrawny, and scrappy. And nappy, too. Man, I had a nappy head. I don't know what was wrong. I didn't comb my head. Cutting up. I don't know. I just, I think back on, and now as I'm older, and I have, I have children on my own, I'll be like, whew, that dodged the bullet. Because <laughs> I could have messed this up. I could have really, really done some damage if I'd have stayed that way. Thank God I changed. Thank God he gave me a new heart to change. Thank God those trials and tests came and pushed me to release, relinquish my right to be right of my life or be Lord of my life and let God take over. Because I tried to do it on my own and God said, no, you're not. I've called you for such a time as this. And I said, I don't want to go for a time as this. I don't want to go over there. I want to stay here. It's nice over here. He said, no, I'm calling you over here. So when I look back on it, I'll be like, whoo, man. Sometimes we have to peek back and remember how we got over the mountain when things look so bleak. You know, sometimes you go through stuff, you're like, man, I don't know how I'm going to get over this. I said, but you got over before. You got over before. Remember. Sometimes you got to write them down and go back and really, you know what? I did go through that. And I did get over it. And I felt better. Even though I was bound in that situation, God made a way and I got out. And I can, if he did it before, he can do it again. <clears throat> Life is hard on you sometimes. Yeah, it, it's hard sometimes. I'm hard on my sons. Daughters look different, but I'm hard on my sons because the world's going to be hard on them. I want them to be able to look at life and be like, eh, it ain't nothing. It ain't nothing. My daddy told me, I'll, be, I'll deal with that. I'll get through that. My daddy warned me about that. I'll be all right. I'll get through that. Because they're going to need that confidence. Because they're going to run into stuff that maybe I didn't, I didn't encounter. And they have to get over. And have to remember to look back. Like my dad said, he went through that too. He got over it. I can get over it too. Because I know my dad did it. I'm, I, my blood, I got his blood in my veins. We, we, we'll be all right. We'll get over it. They need to know that. Confidence. Some things that I didn't have when I was his age, I speak into him now. I call my youngest son handsome man. Because I didn't think I was so handsome back then. So I call him that handsome man. And he giggled. Because <laughs> I want him to know that. That she's beautifully, wonderfully loved. By his father and his mother and his grandparents and his siblings and all of the rest. I do that for a reason. Because I remember how it was back then. And I don't want my kids to deal with some of that. Some stuff I just don't want them to deal with. Amen. Some stuff I said, you know what? We can just cut that out. Throw that away. And put in some new stuff. Because he going to need this. Because he might deal with something a little more different than what I dealt with. But you know what? This part right here, we can throw that away. We don't need that. We don't need other people's opinions. We can throw that away. We don't need that. Life is hard sometimes. It punches you right in the mouth. Sometimes, and because you're bound, you can't punch back. Ain't nothing like somebody trying, you trying to hit, you know, dodge a punch and you get socked right in the lip. You can't do nothing about that. You spit and you keep going. You keep taking them until you get free. Until you get free. Because, you know, you get into a fight, in a real fight. Now, I'm not talking about no street fight. In a real fight, when you're on the ropes and you're taking the punches and you're blocking, you do that. Until he get tired. And you're going to know when he get tired because he's going to stop. He's going to start panting. Too late. Now I'm going to tear you up. And now you start the body. Body shot. Uppercut. Done. Go home. But you got to endure. 
Muhammad Ali was good for that. He called a rope dope. He get on there and do all that blocking and fancy footwork. He knew what he was doing. I can't. I, I'm you too big for me to outmuscle you. So I gotta outtire you. So I gotta outwork you. That's how we gotta do life. All right. All right, devil. I see what you're doing. Why you doing that? I'm praying, and I'm waiting, and I'm waiting for the Lord to tell me to hit you. Cause when I hit you, I'm gonna hit you with the word, and the word gonna hit you so hard you gonna have to run away. Resist the devil, and he will flee. So you gotta be resistant in the midst of going through life. But if um, <clears throat> you can't sometimes when you're bound, you can't punch back. It just happens that way. Jesus watching you squirm, hoping that we. Ooh, what, what did I write? My goodness. Blah 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 blah. Uh, anyway, Jesus watches us squirm in life, hoping that we will get through, right? So he, we squirm and we're trying to get through. And here comes come the Lord, sets us free. Speaking the word and his, his dunamis power begins to work in our life. Dunamis power means all power. I ain't spell it right up there, but that's what I mean. Dunamis power. D-U-N-A-M-I-S. He has all power. Meaning he, he's stronger than Superman. He's stronger than Batman. He's stronger than Iron Man. He's stronger than the Hulk. Who is that? Thor, Thanos, that stupid, the gauntlet, that stupid glove. He's stronger than all that. If he snap his fingers, he's not going to be, you know, all paralyzed and all that. He's straight. As a matter of fact, if Jesus snap his fingers, it's over with for all of us. <laughs> no, Lord, don't do that. Don't snap. <laughs> don't even blink. Don't do that. The only response you can have in this same response that that woman had is when God sets you free, you glorify God. You glorify God. That's what you do. I'm almost done. Psalm 29 2. Give unto the Lord the glory due unto his name. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. You got to learn how to worship. And all that is, is giving God what he's due. If you get up every day and you do what God says and you love the Lord thy God with all your mind, with all your soul, and you love your neighbor with all your heart, you are worshiping the Lord. It's not complicated. I used to think, this, I'm like, how do you worship the Lord? I thought you had to run around in a circle. I thought you had to do a cartwheel. I thought you had to be able to be almost like a, uh, some people who take that, pole, take that pole and run and then vault over the pole to be able to worship the Lord. Only to come to find out, ain't none of that part of that. It's not. It's by just doing what he wants you to do, what, he, what he's called you to do. That's worship. Going to work on time, coming home on time, spending, speaking life into your family, Amen. living with your family, loving your family. That's part of it. And then when you come before him, humbling yourself before him, living for him, giving, opening your mouth and saying, thank you, Lord, for all you've done for me. Thank you, Lord, for just being God of my life. That's praise. I had to learn all that. We better learn how to give God glory when it's due because we all have children. We don't know what the devil has in store for them, but just as we pray for ourselves, we need to be praying for our children and giving God glory because when it comes time for them to be test and bound and beat up, you and I will want some, act, some action to save our babies because when we have the opportunity, we praise the name of the Lord. You better be sowing up prayers for your kids. Pray for him and praise the Lord in the meantime for him. Lord, he crazy right now, but I know you're going to save his life. I know he's going through a phase, Lord, but I know you're going to take care of him. Because I believe by faith in Jesus Christ that you can save who all that you choose to save. You saved me, so I know you can save them. And I was running, I, I was pretty fast in my day. I almost got away. And then I tripped and fell, and I been stuck ever since. It just happens that way. More, I, should I say I broke some? I probably, you know, I think I probably fell and broke some and couldn't go, I couldn't go nowhere. And Jesus just walked up on me. So you broke some, huh? Yeah, I'm broken. Want me to fix it? Yeah. I've been walking with him ever since. We glorify God, we glorify him with our mouths and now we can ask him to loose our children from the hands of the enemy. But you have to give God what he's due first. You have to open up your mouth. If you ever go to a baseball game, and, or excuse me, you go to a basketball game, the playoffs is on right now. You go to a basketball game, your favorite player shoot a jumper, he go in, you go, ah! But you come to church and you be like, 
Give God praise. What's wrong with your mouth? Hello? Hello. Hey, man, you all right? You know, I used to go to church. I, even, I, I thought the same thing. My, my dad tripped me out when I was a kid. And I'm, wrap, I'm wrapping it up. And he was like, he, my dad was really, really rambunctious. He was like, yeah, praise the Lord. Gotta look at Jesus. I was looking at him like, brother, you don't speak this much at home. <laughs> my goodness, you're loud. What's wrong with you, boy? You want to praise the Lord? Praise who? Who is that? You know? Didn't understand then. I, didn't, I, I, didn't, I had a child's mind. I didn't understand. Now, like I'm talk, loud, talking loud, talking to y'all, hey, you know what? I love the Lord. And it's, it's nothing wrong with loving the Lord. It's nothing wrong with praising. It's nothing wrong with opening your mouth and speaking about him. Because that's what he wants. That's how the, the walls of Jericho fell in. Praise. The walls fell in, not out. You have to open your mouth. You know how you be on a cell phone? Hello? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. No, 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 we ain't doing that today. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, open your mouth. Or in other case, yeah, girl. Mm-hmm, he sure did. Mm-hmm, I saw. He was out there. Talk. <coughs> Excuse me. Got to talk. That's how you praise the Lord. Open your mouth. Use audible words. <coughs> Excuse me. Adulam oblam gata is not a word that he want to hear. He don't want to hear that. No. He don't want to hear you talking about. Using, he don't, don't be using medical terms. Use English. <laughs> say, say his name. Jesus. Pronounce the G in the sus. Okay? Pronounce it. That's praising the Lord. You, yeah, it, it is okay. Don't be embarrassed. I ain't, I ain't talking about the kids. I'm talking about the adults. The kids, they always in me. Oh, I don't want to. I don't want nobody to see me. I don't want to. Uh. Okay. You ain't, you ain't live long enough. Keep living. Amen. Okay. Amen. When you flip a car going 100 miles an hour. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Thank you. Most high. I guarantee you, you're going to praise the Lord. I guarantee you. I, I, I promise you. I'm going to hear you. I'm going to hop up off the bed. Save him, Lord. Save him. Yeah, I know. You know, it's crazy how the devil play on kids, man. The shame and stuff, playing that game. Please, please, I'm past that. Past it. Amen. Over it. Amen. I don't care. Hallelujah. If I say save me, I mean save me, Lord. <laughs> I'm not talking. I'm not. I ain't talking about it later. I'm talking about it right now. Amen. I need some help. Amen. I ain't got time to be shy. Amen. Praise the Lord. That's why I love my first church. But if, it, if it's one thing they got right, if it's one thing they got right, Amen. they know how to praise the Lord. What no shy, nothing to be there. Shy. Man, please, brother, you, you breathing? Hallelujah. Ha! You better learn how to shout. Hey. Boy, should you do the Baptist step in a minute? Shoot, man, look. Stop playing. Yeah. The kids don't understand that. They ain't, they ain't live long enough yet. I get that. I get it. That's all. I, I mess with them, but I don't bother them that much because I, I understand. I was there. Mm -hmm. I ain't that far removed. I get it. Amen. But I'm telling you, as you get older, let that go. T Matter of fact, tell your friends, hey, I'm going to have to call you back. I got to shout because you don't know what God just did for me. Woo. Boy, I almost got messed up. <laughs> he, 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 he took me from a mighty long way. We have been so blessed by the coming of Christ, we have the cheat sheet to life. Look at the Bible. It's the cheat sheet to life. If you follow it. Ain't no reason having a cheat sheet you ain't going to follow. Now, it doesn't exclude us from things happening to us, but it tells us how we can overcome, endure, walk through with whatever trial that is in store for us because we are one with him. Do y'all know about the oneness? I'm going to preach that, preach that again. The oneness of God being one. It's not confusing. Be like, oh, you know, he's water, he's ice, and he's air. Shut up with that. No. One. One. That's it. Stop with the, it, we, you can't use 3D dimensions to try to, to try to explain something that's beyond us. Don't, don't do that. All you can, he's one. Father, Son, Holy Ghost. And we also are included in that because we have the Holy Spirit, which completes it. 
The bound woman was already in humble posture. All she needed was the word from the master, and she was set free. John 8 and 36, which is one of my favorite scriptures because it just it speaks volumes to my heart because I was free from the world. Who the son sets free is free indeed. Meaning no other person, no other human being, no other religion, no other entity can set me free. And it'd be, and it'd be permanent. Only the son can. So who the son has set free is free indeed. No bondage on earth can hold it. Hold me if Jesus holds all the keys. Amen. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter what the world thinks. It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. That's why I, I gave the, 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 she had the proper response when she was able to stand up. She said, hallelujah, and glorified the Lord. Because that's the proper response. She ain't care nothing about them people watching her. She can stand up. I guarantee you she jumped about her shoes. I would have. Amen. I'm able to stand, stand up. Man, please. I ain't know I can get that high. <laughs> Lord, help me. <laughs> Been a while. Uh, but yeah. Gotta glorify the Lord. Glorify him. You, do y'all know y'all give him glory? You are his glory? We his most, his most prized creation? We give him glory by living out, by just coming here this morning. Amen. Listening to the old bald head dude with glasses preach about, about the Lord. It's giving him glory. My pastors say that the, the, the angels will be in the seats, in the vacant seats, just pra praising the Lord. Sitting on his steps when he was in his house, praising the Lord. People would come in there telling him, I said, Lord, you preached on mighty wood. The angels were, 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 were clapping in appreciation because you gave honor and glory to the Lord. I pray they do it here. I do. I don't see them. I pray they are. Because I want to give them glory. It took a long time to convince me to do this. I tell you, because I was like, no. No, Lord. I've seen what those brother pastors deal with. I don't want to deal with that. That's a dangerous move for me. But he called me. And he convinced me. And here I am. And I say, thank you, Lord. I glorify him. In Jesus' name. Father, thank you for the word. Thank you, Father, that you have blessed us. Thank you that you have shown us how to glorify you. How to give you glory as you so rightly deserve. Lord God, we thank you right now. And we take... Example of the woman who was bound, Father, and we want to give you the proper response to how you have redeemed us from this world. In your mighty love, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen.